Welcome back and good evening from the Just Means Less ACC podcast. Myself, Nick, and Hayden have all divided up every regional, not just ones involving ACC teams, so that's right. Not only is there going to be eight podcasts out, but actually 16, focusing on each individual regional. These are going to be short 15 to 25 minute long podcasts because obviously you don't have to listen to all of them. If you want to and get a little bit more in-depth analysis of each breakdown of the bracket, happy to do so. So we've kind of divided it up. Up first for me is the Gainesville Regional. So to refresh everybody's memory, this is an ACC empty regional. Um, This is where the Florida Gators are the one seed. UConn is the two. Texas Tech is the three. And Florida A&M is the four. However, this could be potentially paired up with NC State if they were to advance from the Columbia Regional, which when Hayden and Nick and I did yesterday's podcast where we just kind of off the cuffs created a bracket that we kind of agreed upon, NC State was right there in the picture. Um, This is one of those things where I would not be shocked if we saw the Wolfpack in Gainesville or even in stores. And I I don't know who gets the, the nod between the Wolfpack and Texas Tech if Texas Tech were to advance, though, I would say, I would assume they'd go RPI, which is heavily in the favor of the pack. So, something to keep an eye on, for sure. But, I want everyone to have the opportunity, again, we're here to grow the game. So, we want to make sure that everyone gets an opportunity, you know, to listen to teams and individuals and just stats that you don't necessarily know about. So, I want to say a huge shout out to some of the individuals that helped made this kind of research a little bit easier Um, i'm gonna be using friday starters follow them on twitter they're awesome as well as the 11.7 podcast uh, d1 baseball college baseball nation college baseball hub all kind of provided a little bit of insight as well as each individual school's websites statistics i went to some conference pages as well so sec big east big 12 and uh the swac so, with that being said, let me just give you some numbers on Florida and why. You know, when I was ranking my regionals, this one was a little bit lighter to me than some of the people in my comments agreed. Um, Texas Tech can be one of those programs that can struggle. They can come out hot. Obviously, they made their regional final last year against Notre Dame in Georgia Southern's regional. But they struggled in game one. This year's team, they're always dangerous, but you know they were a team that I mean I genuinely think Kansas State should have been in over them. If we're talking about again body of work and whatnot, Texas Tech's got the benefit of being in Texas, so their non-conference schedule was a lot better. So their RPI, of course, got adjusted up because of that. Even though you know Kansas State was better than them in the conference, uh, higher seed and everything like that. And if I'm not mistaken, they made just as far of a run. Um, maybe even further, uh, the Wildcats did. But, you know, this overall is what I would say is a fair regional for a two-seed. You know, I'm not previewing a Winston-Salem regional. That's Nick. Um, I am getting the Clemson regional. So I'll get to talk about the unfairness that came from that one. But, you know, from a standpoint of fair and unfair, sorry, y'all, I'm playing a game of chicken across the road right now. But from a standpoint of fair to unfair, you know, I would put 
This one kind of in the more like, all right, this is a two seed. Still, there's still easier regionals in my opinion out there. The Conway one kind of speaks to mine, but it's not as hard as Lexington, which obviously it shouldn't be because you got the 13 seed. Or, you know, it's, it's not even hard as Clemson, and Clemson's obviously a three. But, I mean, it just, uh, I would argue Wake's regional is a little bit more tough. So, you know, at the end of the day, it's not a completely unfair regional for the Gators. So the Gators' RPI is four. UConn's is 22nd. Texas Tech is 41. And FAMU is 153. FAMU's is the second lowest in tournaments. Uh, the only one that has a lower RPI is George Mason. So um, something to kind of keep in mind when we're talking about, you know, obviously pairings seemed very fair that the two lowest RPIs got to go. Well, I think Tulane actually had a lower RPI, and I think about it, than FAMU. But FAMU was like third then. So, again, still fair because of regionality. I mean, Tallahassee, obviously, to Gainesville. Not like, not 20 minutes away, but, you know, a bus trip away. No problem for the Rattlers. But some things I really want to talk about that I think is very, very intriguing is Florida can hit the ball out of the ballpark anywhere, and especially at home. Um, this is a team that's fourth in the country in home runs with 116. In this bracket, they have nobody in the top 40 in home runs. Texas Tech would be the next closest with a 42nd in the country with 88 total bombs. UConn's got 75, which is 87th, and then 64 for the Rattlers, which is 123 in the country. You know... Florida does not walk a lot, though, and that's something that I've, I've thought has been very intriguing when going through and kind of talking about this because, you know, I watched this team in Columbia on the Thursday night, so game one of that series that the Gamecocks swept the Gators before, you know, things kind of went south for the Gamecocks, and they did not walk. Um, I actually had the, the pleasure of kind of being up in the box, and one of their student managers was kind of talking about when he was running the pitch clock about their approach to the Gators, which was throw, especially Jack Caglione, throw pitches that are not strikes because they will swing. Do not throw them strikes because they will hit them. <laughs> so the Gators will not walk. They're actually 129th in walk percentage, which is 11%, uh, a little over. Um, but they're facing teams like UConn and Texas Tech who are in the top 30 and percentage of walks with 13%, one being 13.2, the other being 13.7. Texas Tech is the highest walk ratio in this conference or in this regional, excuse me. And then we have FAMU again, kind of keeping up the bottom. And with that, because they don't walk, Florida is 143rd in strikeouts in the country, striking out 19.7% of the time. Compared to UConn at 17.7, Texas Tech at 17.2. So if you see the correlation here, you know, I'm not going to be surprised if the scout for UConn and Texas Tech is throw these guys' balls off the plate, make them earn it. This Florida team can hit. I mean, they are literally sixth in the country in slugging at .555. They are, you know, top 50, or they're 56 in average, which is kind of insane, but again, they do not walk a lot. So they're either getting out or they're getting on base. <laughs> so, you know, it's not like they're getting on and their, their numbers kind of go up, down, fluctuate from in within there. Um, and again, like, you know, just 
overall, this team is very, very intriguing. Uh, you know, Texas Tech leads this region in a lot of the hitting categories from the standpoint of being some of the best, you know, from top to bottom. Again, their run scored per game, 11th in the country. Florida's at 18th. Uh, the Huskies are at 30th, so this should be a very potent offense. I mean, even the Rattlers, shout out to the Rattlers, are 56th. All these teams average at least 7.5 a game, which is pretty unreal. Um, I don't expect FAMU or really any of these teams to, you know, every game be 10-7, but you know, these teams can score. Um, I would not be surprised if Florida, hate to say it, FAMU run rules you, um, just because they're so stinking explosive. I mean, I think there's a very likely chance the Gators win the national title. When we talked to pitching, you know, that is where, again, FAMU is at the major disadvantage. They are 230, 232nd in the country in, you know, runs allowed per nine. They're averaging eight runs a game where, you know, Florida and Connecticut both sit at 5.5. Technically, I guess the number is decimal-wise, but the Gators at 49th, the Huskies at 50, where the Texas Tech sits at 6.1. Uh, Florida's strikeout ratio, their pitchers are strikeout guys. They're seventh in the country, striking out 26.7% of the hitters they face. Uh, UConn's in the top 50 at 49th. And then we got uh, Texas Tech at 56, but <laughs> coming in at 275, the Rattlers. Um, you know, Team ERA favors the Huskies, but not by much, of 4.83 compared to the Gators, 4.84. Looking at 4.97 for the Red Raiders, and then 7.10 for the Rattlers. FIPS are somewhat similar between Florida and UConn. 38th in the country in FIP for the Gators, 52nd for the Huskies. You know, it's going to be intriguing because, you know, Jack Caglione has kind of been that third guy for the Gators. I don't know. Obviously, no one's released their starters yet. Some teams are just going to follow the one, two, three. If I'm the Gators, I'd maybe throw Jack game three, or excuse me, game one against FAMU. Because if he struggles, you have the ability to go to the pen and know your offense can probably score. I wouldn't even put it past Jack to be able to score as many runs offensively as he gives up pitching. Um, Jack Caglione is one of those individuals who, you know, similar to Caden Grice, obviously, in the ACC, is a dog on both sides of the ball. Um, I don't see why you wouldn't give him a shot here. And kind of see what you can get from them. So, yeah, um, when we're breaking down this regional, I mean, this is Florida's regional to win. Um, I think, honestly, when I rank the my personal likelihood of who wins the regional, I am going to go one, two, three, four in order. I'm a little suspect that UConn losing the Big East to Xavier um, isn't the most promising thing, but. Xavier was desperate on the edge of, you know, potentially an at-large. They wanted to make sure they didn't have to worry about Selection Sunday. So they probably wouldn't have got in, being a Big East team. That wouldn't have gotten an RPI of probably the top 50. And, you know, when it comes to Texas Tech, I mean, they know how to make noise. But, you know, I don't want to disrespect Georgia Southern last year, but this isn't Georgia Southern. Florida's going to be, Gainesville's going to be rocking. It's going to be a great environment. You know, UConn is a very dangerous first team. Um... 
last year Texas Tech's first game, I believe, was Notre Dame, uh, which Notre Dame hammered them, of course. Um, so, you know, I, I don't think they can hammer UConn, get hammered by UConn potentially in game one and then come out and win two or three straight to keep going. So, um, yeah, give me, give me Florida come out of this one. But, you know, definitely... Definitely some things of note, um, you know, when we talk, you know, matchups and whatnot, I really don't have too much to spend on each individual player, on who I'd want to rock with. Morgan, Jack Caglione is the most intriguing person to keep an eye on, but, you know, it can be, it can be a lot, you know, right now. Again, we're talking some individuals. You know, when it comes to UConn, let's see. I'm thinking, you know, they have some guys that can throw. And we talked about their team ERA being a 4.86 this season. Um, Steve, I couldn't say last name correctly. Hopefully, I'm not botching it. But Stephen Quigley, he's really good. Jack Sullivan's not bad. Ian Cook and Andrew Sears have been those four guys for the Huskies all year. Um, you know, they have one of the top relievers as well coming out of the bullpen with a 1.74 ERA uh, with 53 to 18 uh, strikeouts to ball ratio across, you know, 41 and a third innings pitched. And that's Jack Fogle. He's going to be the key if UConn does win this regional because he's the type of guy that can steal you a game. Um, if one of these guys, let's say, for just purposes, let's say UConn throws Jack Sullivan against the Gators after knocking off Texas Tech in game one. This is a good spot where, you know, if Zach Fogel's available, he might be able to shut down the Gators and get a huge, and I mean huge win for the guys over there in stores. So something to definitely keep an eye on if I'm, you know, the Huskies and, and Gators fans alike. But, you know, those are some names you have to keep an eye on when it comes to Texas Tech. You know, they'll play Friday afternoon, which I'm excited for. Kind of wish that was the day game again. I will be in the Charlottesville Regional. Uh, hopefully not sweating out an Army-Virginia game, but I think Army's pretty good. We'll get to that later in the next episode, um, or later episode, I should say. But the Red Raiders itself, 39-21. They were 500 in Big 12 play. Um, you know, they're batting 309 as a team, which is pretty solid. One of the best hitters in the country and Gavin Cash who's hitting 333 with 24 home runs and 81 RBIs is a name to know for the Red Raiders um, but they also have four additional 300 plus hitters you're not seeing that too often right now at this point obviously hitting the NCAA regional time uh, Nolan Hester Kevin Bazell Gage Harrelson and Hudson White they are names to know again and Austin Green is a pretty solid name as well you know he's kind of that um if he's going, Texas Tech's probably winning a ball game because you know now you're talking about five to six bats that can really get it, get you around. And again, we talked about it from a pitching standpoint. You know, Florida strikes out a lot of guys, but they're not, you know, some ace staff. So it'll be interesting to see what the Gators do again. I think if Florida's smart, I mean, I don't, I don't think they're going to start their number one, but I think you got to look at Jack Caglione for for game three for the Gators. And, of course, you know, we're not going to disrespect FAMU here. You know, the, the Rattlers, well, what they did in Atlanta was impressive. For those of you that don't know, the SWAC tournament 
was on site at Georgia Tech. Um, they made a run. They, they took out some very good teams on their way to, be, I believe, bleeding Bethune-Cookman in the final. You know, they're hitting 296 as a team, which is not great, but they do have six players, again, hitting 300-plus. So, you know, Ty Jackson, Ty Hanchi, uh Jamichael Bastardo, hopefully I said his name right. I'm sorry. I'm, didn't, I've watched two FAMU games all year, and those weren't even with sound on. Um, Jared Weber, Joseph Perini, and Adam Hatermoto is, you know, kind of their, those guys in that 300 range, you know, as well as something to keep an eye on is Sebastian Greco. He's probably the best player on this Rattlers team, especially offensively. He's got 17 home runs, 68 RBIs, you know. Honestly, if Florida A&M is going to win a single game in this regional, they're going to need some help, and they're going to need the Pets to do it because the pitching staff, like I said, has struggled with that 6.95 ERA. You know, their top guy is probably Hunter Veets. He's got a 3.12 ERA with a 78-17 to strikeout-to-walk ratio across 86 and two-thirds innings pitched. The rest of the mound, well, suspect. Some names to kind of keep an eye on would be Caleb Granger, Zach Maria, Raylan Wagner, Grant Harrison, and again, going back to the top guy, Hunter Veets. So, if you ask me how this regional breaks out, I'm going to say the Gators and the Huskies meet in the regional final here. The Gators taking, I think UConn, I don't think Florida is going to walk away from this regional unscathed. So, I'm going to say a 3 and one Gators team, 3-2 uh, and two Texas, or UConn team, excuse me, a 1-2 Texas Tech and an 0-2 FAMU. Um, this should be a very fun regional. Um, I look forward to seeing what it could be, but, you know, from top to bottom, from what I'm previewing, this of the ones I'm previewing, I, this might be my least favorite, um, just from the standpoint of, you know, I'm a big believer that it's kind of fun, minus when <laughs> I talk about my favorite team, Virginia, the four seeds, a dangerous threat too because then you can kind of you know throw some th- like you can't for example Florida like I said Florida should not to- start their top arms uh, against FAMU I think it should be Jack Caglione or maybe their midweek starter uh, unfortunately I don't remember his name so I apologize Gator fans for that detail but you know you throw him just to kind of save your arms for the games you're going to need and who knows you could be able to set yourself very very well for the supers so that being said thank you for listening to this one um we'll be back with another one here shortly